This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, there it is, the uh, document proving uh, we are uh, in the midst of one of the biggest political scandals in American history, perhaps the biggest, I would say, certainly bigger than Watergate, bigger than anything. Trump's been accused of uh, Joe Biden taking a $5 million bribe from the owner of Burisma. The owner of Burisma says he has recordings with him and Joe Biden and with him and Hunter Biden. Uh, at this point, you know what's going to happen. The mainstream media is going to go into full damage control. As of this morning, CNN spent 35 seconds on this story. Uh, MSNBC, MSNBC spent zero seconds. A document from a highly respected uh, uh, undercover uh, informant, a guy who'd been with the uh, uh, working with the FBI for years, a guy they paid at least $100,000, explains the scheme, and the mainstream media uh, ignores it, pretends it didn't happen. Uh, I know I say this every day, but uh, it's worth repeating. The only people more corrupt than Joe Biden and the Biden family and the Biden administration are the mainstream media whose sole purpose seems to be protecting the criminal in the White House. And uh, I know I say this every day as well, but can you imagine, just try to imagine if this accusation were made about Donald Trump. Donald Trump got impeached twice because of a, a, a hearsay whistleblowers. The second one, remember that that woman Cassidy, whatever her name is, Cassidy Hutchinson, who claimed he tried to grab the wheel of the presidential limousine. She wasn't there. She just heard about it. They put her on the stand. She made up this silly story and the media ran with it. And then they had the secondhand account of uh, Trump speaking to Zelensky, asking him to look into the corruption of the Biden family. Well, that <laughs> that impeachment doesn't look so legitimate anymore when you see just how much corruption there was in the uh in the biden white house or when in the, in the obama white house by the way we're going to get to this obama knew obama is i mean he might be duplicitous he might be dishonest he's not stupid his vice president joe biden and i and i will repeat this Maybe I'll repeat it every day until someone actually takes note of this. Obama's vice president, Joe Biden, a notoriously lazy man, as we've seen during his time in the White House, doesn't like to travel much, has yet to go to East Palestine, has yet to go to the southern border. That guy, you know where he was with four days left in the Obama-Biden administration? Four days before the inauguration when Donald Trump would take office. He was in Ukraine. He was in Ukraine meeting with his connections, meeting with his uh, sugar daddies. Why would Joe Biden go to Ukraine with four days left in his term? Most people wouldn't even be in the in the office. They'd be done. They'd be moving on to their uh, to to whatever they're going to do next. But he was there protecting his uh, sources. His he was allegedly there to make sure um, Donald Trump did not. Uh, let me get that. I want to get this because because this is funny. This there's a bunch of stories saying, "Oh, Joe Biden just he's just working diligently." Uh, here it is from the Guardian. Joe Biden on his last foreign trip met Ukrainians president on Monday and called on the incoming Donald Trump administration to retain Ukraine related sanctions against Russia. He uh, Biden's comments at a briefing with 
President Petro Poroshenko came after Trump indicated that he could uh, end the sanctions imposed in the aftermath of Russia's annexation of Crimea on by on Obama's watch. I don't think that's why he was there. I think he was there protecting his his benefactors in in Ukraine, as we now know. Um, I'm going to get to just how corrupt and dishonest and despicable the um, the mainstream media is. But I do want to give credit to where it's due before we uh, really dive into this on this Friday, um, Rumble Friday. <clears throat> we're uh, we'll, you could see us on Rumble all weekend long. Just go to Rumble. Uh, news uh, Newsmax TV Rumble. Just Google it uh, and uh, and give it a watch. Um, but I got to give credit to Newsweek. Typically, Newsweek is you know they're as biased as anyone else in the mainstream media. Here is their lead from their story today: New details from a previously redacted FBI document claim that the owner of the, uh, owner of Ukrainian gas company Burisma thought Hunter Biden was dumber than his dog. <laughs> Kudos to Newsweek. And again, can you imagine if this guy said this about Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump, the the guy paying the bribes reluctantly so that he could get the prosecutor fired? The prosecutor was looking into his corrupt company. The guy had to pay five million to, to Hunter Biden and five million to Joe Biden. Obviously, he got what what he was hoping for for the money. They fired the prosecutor. The prosecutor who was looking to seize all this guy's properties, seize the company. That's what uh, Shokin was looking to do. Biden, as we've heard many, many times, bragged about it afterwards, withheld a billion dollars in USAID until they fired the guy looking into the company that employed his worthless crackhead son for $83,000 a month. I got a question. How could there be any more evidence of corruption? How could there be more evidence of crimes committed by the Bidens? I, I can't I can't get my mind around just how crooked these people are. They withheld a billion dollars, and Obama must have known until they fired the prosecutor who was looking into his son's company, and then he bragged about it. Joe Biden bragged about it. Show me somewhere. Where, where Donald Trump is bragging about some crime he committed. And uh, if he did, do you think the media would just ignore it? This was amazing. I got to give credit to Chuck Grassley. He's a thousand years old. He's not that quick on his feet anymore, but he was determined to release this uh, form 1023, which was the testimony, the story told by this um confidential human source. The FBI, which is, again, just another corrupt, rotten to the core institution. They knew about this before the election. They knew about this and tried to hide it. Even after uh, the Republicans took control of the House and even after Grassley knew about this non-classified form 1023, they hid it. On top of that, you know what they did when they finally were forced? They threatened Ray with contempt charges. Uh, Ray finally let them see it in a skiff. Just take a look at it. And he redacted the hell out of it. You know what? What? Uh, because, you know, they were protecting their sources. So obviously they, they uh, redact the guy's name. You know what else they redacted? 
they redacted the reference that this guy, um, the, the head uh, Zolchevsky, the owner of Burisma, they redacted him referring to Hunter as dumber than his dog. Why would you redact that? <laughs> if you're not just trying to protect this disgusting garbage family in the White House, the FBI withheld this. You know what that's called? That's called election interference. There is no doubt in my mind. Hell, it's not even an opinion. Joe Biden does not get elected. He doesn't even get the nomination. If we knew how corrupt he was, if he knew, if we knew he was taking a bribe from a Ukrainian oligarch, a crooked Ukrainian. I mean, he's not even in the conversation. He would never win election. He is a, an illegitimate president. There is no other way to look at it. They suppressed the laptop. By the way, the FBI admitted, this is just breaking on the New York Post, the FBI admitted the laptop was real before the election. And big tech continued Twitter, Facebook, censored it anyway. 51 former Intel folks said it was Russian disinformation anyway. They lied. Again, that affected the election. <laughs> they interfered in this election a thousand different ways. And now we're going to hear about whatever Trump uh, uh, committing election interference or Trump attempting to overthrow the election. They actually did it. They actually rigged an election. I'm not sure how you could look at it any other way. This bombshell yesterday, which, again, is ignored by most of the mainstream media, is just mind-blowing to me. I've lived through some scandals. I, I've read up on uh, Watergate. I've certainly seen you know, scandals through the years, political scandals. I've never heard anything like this. This is unbelievable. A sitting vice president sold out the country for $5 million for him and $5 million for his worthless crackhead son, who is dumber than a dog. I think we know that, but uh, how many media people today, this weekend, are going to talk about Joe Biden's unconditional love for his son? Is this what you do with your son, who's a drug addict, who's, a, who's <laughs> in the throes of addiction? You send him overseas uh, as your bagman for your criminal, criminal enterprise? Is that the best treatment for your drug drug addicted son on top of everything else on top of all the other lies that is perhaps the biggest lie that joe biden was just a loving father is that what a loving father does this is from uh, the daily wire vice president joe biden and his son uh coerced barisma co-founder and ceo mikola zolchevsky into paying them millions of dollars each in exchange for pressuring the ukrainian government to fire prosecutor victor shokin who was investigating the company. The accusations are contained in an unclassified FBI document that was released on Thursday by Senator Chuck Grassley. Grassley obtained the FBI-generated uh, 1023 from, quote, legally protected disclosures by Justice Department whistleblowers. He said in the statement, Zolchevsky allegedly told the FBI's confidential human source that during a meeting in August of 2016, it cost him $5 million to pay one Biden and $5 million to pay another Biden. Zolchevsky allegedly said it was too late to change his decision, which the, which the source understood as meaning Zolchevsky already had paid the Bidens, presumably to deal with Shokin. The Biden, uh, they, 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 uh, 
uh, Joe Biden demanded that uh, they fire Shokin. They fired Shokin and Burisma was in the clear. Burisma, which was paying his son a million bucks a year for, I believe, four years. Truly remarkable. An addendum to the report in June 2020 says Zolchevsky told the source that he had, quote, 17 recordings involving his interactions, including two with Joe Biden. Um, can I just ask, if you're in the media right now, if you're uh, whatever, Catherine Herridge, if you're Dana Bash or Jake Tapper, are you not demanding these recordings? Are you not demanding what's on the recordings? I mean, wouldn't you I'd be curious? It's kind of a big deal. The guy sitting in the White House, nodding off and drooling on himself right now, is, according to Zolchevsky, the founder and owner of Burisma, on tape demanding a bribe to do the guy's bidding. I don't know. Seems like kind of, oh, oh, wait, Trump has uh, classified documents in the Marla. Trump uh, told the Atlanta guy to find him 11,000 votes. Oh, wait, Trump said go peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol. There is nothing, nothing Trump did. There's nothing Nixon did. Hell, there's... <laughs> There's nothing uh, George Santos did that even comes close to this. What was Biden's response when asked about it a month ago? Where's the money? Where's the money? Well, (laughs) good question, because you certainly got your payday. I don't I don't ever remember. Maybe I'm um, not well read up on this. I don't remember any politician in this at with this level of Corruption, dishonesty. I mean, selling out the country for five million bucks. This is on top of the 20 shell companies that took in 17 million, which we learned two days ago, was confirmed two days ago. So we go from 17 million in these dirty dealings with China, Romania, Kazakhstan, Russia, to the next day, 10 million to Joe and Hunter Biden from a Ukrainian oligarch, a dirty, uh, corrupt Ukrainian oligarch to protect him, to fire the prosecutor investigating him. It is just staggering the level of corruption in the White House and in the media. Um, I'll check again. But uh, as of this morning, when I was uh, perusing things, uh, I believe it was uh, Tom Elliott. He, he monetized it. He said, MSNBC hasn't mentioned it. I kept flipping over to CNN, MSNBC, just curious. Never saw a mention of it. All they talk about is Trump, 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 Trump. The sitting president has been credibly accused of taking bribes and they don't mention it. When they do, like uh, I got the, uh, you can get the uh, report from uh, CNN. They just keep saying, Unverified. They all say unverified. Hell, the AP, I have the AP story here. See if I can, uh, the AP story just says, here it is. Uh, Dateline Washington, Republican Senator Chuck Grassley released an unclassified document that Republicans claim is significant in their investigation of Hunter Biden as they delve into the financial affairs of the president and his son and revived previously debunked claims of wrongdoing. Okay, where were they debunked? I don't remember when this charge, this clearly credible charge of bribery, that's a high crime, by the way. It's in the Constitution. It is impeachable. Unlike, uh, you know, telling a crowd to go peacefully protest, 
this is in the Constitution. Uh, but they keep referring to it. Here it is. While lawmakers on the Oversight Committee had already been able to partly review the information, this is the first time the document, which contains raw, unverified information, is being made public. Called an FD-1023, it involves claims a confidential informant made in 2020 about Hunter Biden's business dealings when he served on the board of Burisma. Two Republicans have acknowledged they cannot confirm the information is true. Well, how do you verify it? It's like with uh, Leslie Stahl telling Trump that they couldn't verify that the, uh, that the Obama White House had spied on his campaign. Said so we couldn't verify it. Well, that's your job. If you're the Associated Press, how about you do this? How about you verify it? And why do I only see this claim about unverified claims, unverified information? It only goes one way. If you see a story about Trump, whatever, saying, uh, I don't I don't know, soldiers are suckers for joining the military, which was 100% made up by Atlantic Magazine. It doesn't say unverified claims that Trump called them suckers. Unverified is a use, is a word that only is used for one side. How about this, AP? Go to work. Put some report. I heard you got a few reporters on the payroll. Reporters. How about you try to uh, verify it? I don't know. You got you got some uh, resources. How about you go get your European correspondents to track down Zolchevsky? How about you do some legwork and confirm these accusations, which are kind of a big deal, which will rock the world? If you can actually confirm it, AP or MSNBC or 60 Minutes or New York Times, if you could actually confirm it, it would be the biggest story in our lifetime. The biggest story in our lifetime. And they don't want to touch it. It is truly amazing. I have to give uh, Grassley credit for for doggedly pursuing this because you got to read it. That's all I could say. You got to read it. I mean... Uh, God bless. Thank God for the New York Post. My dog is smarter than Hunter is the headline. Uh, they they pluck out I don't know six or eight of the most uh, uh, the the most uh, explosive accusations from Zolchevsky. Um, Zolchevsky made some comments that although Hunter was stupid and his dog was smarter, Zolchevsky said he needed to help Hunter. Get on the board so everything will be okay. Zolchevsky stated he didn't want to pay the Bidens and he was pushed to pay them. He has many text messages and recordings that show he was coerced to make such a payment. And Zolchevsky, I'm looking at him right now, looks the part, man, bald and just kind of nefarious looking. He has many text messages and recordings. I don't know. You think someone might be trying to get a hold of those, maybe to share them with the public? You think someone in the media might be interested in, I don't know, a Pulitzer? <laughs> maybe. I guess you don't get Pulitzers for uh, for taking down a Democrat uh, president. But I've been looking all morning to show, to find where it has been debunked. According to the AP, these have long been debunked. Where? Can someone help me out? We got the comment line going here, Einhead. Mm-hmm. Someone help me out. Tell me where I'm missing. Tell me where there are, where there are claims or reports or facts that debunk 
the charge that Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe. It's really 10 million because his worthless son got half. And we, God knows he, he couldn't work. He couldn't work at a friggin' self-serve gas station. Particularly, I know, I know we went to Yale law school, but he didn't get in legitimately. He is indeed that I'll, I'll verify this fact. He is dumber than a dog. Hell, anyone that videotapes themselves with underage hookers and crack and then forgets the device that he saved it on, that guy is dumber than a dog. And he's dumber than my dog who died, but um, was he dumb? I'm going to guess uh, uh, Fudd was smarter than Hunter. Was Fudd smarter than Hunter? Fudd was a really smart killer, right? He was a genius, smart, a genius pacifist, actually, not a killer. Robert, Robert on the comment side says those facts were debunked when the media said they were debunked. I'm telling you, I, know, I, I, yeah. I feel like we do this every day. This story is huge, massive, epic, monumental, earth shattering. And if it's not true, why don't you find out the, the motive, this, uh, this longtime respected, credible, confidential human source. Why would he make all this up? Why would Zolchevsky, who got what he paid for, they did not seize all his his property. That was the plan for Shokin, the prosecutor. Joe Biden went over and said, we will withhold $1 billion. Then he bragged about it later in front of, I believe, the Council of Foreign Relations. Bragged about it. I mean, you can get it. I've heard it a thousand times. We said, well, I'm leaving here in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. And they said, you're not the president. Uh, and he said, well, call him. You know what that means? That means Barack Obama knew about this shakedown. Barack Obama knew what kind of sleazeball he selected as his vice president. I mean, he selected for a number of reasons. He's an old white guy who could pretend to be a moderate. He was no threat to Obama. Uh, he was dumb. You know, he was corrupt. Biden, Obama knew that Joe Biden was selling out the country. There's no way he didn't. Obama is smart. The people around him are smart. They are diabolical, but they are really smart people. They knew what kind of person they chose as their running mate. And they were, they knew why he was going to Ukraine. You know what else he did? He met with Xi Jinping in Europe, I believe in the final days of his term, the laziest vice president ever was busy sewing up, tightening up uh, loose ends before leaving office with millions, which he hid with 20 shell companies. Uh, by the way, Zolchevsky said it would take 10 years. He's the one who said it would take 10 years for uh, investigators to unravel the scheme and find the source of the money. It took James Comer and Chuck Grassley six months, six months, and they don't have all the power. They have one house, they have the, the they have they have they have the house. They don't have the Senate. They don't have the White House. They certainly don't have the FBI or the DOJ. So there's only so much they can do. And here's what Biden is counting on. First of all, he could get impeached. He should be impeached today. I really don't understand why he's not. We got a new standard for impeachment, and this goes way beyond uh, what they've the standard they've held Trump to. And again, it's in the Constitution. Bribery. This is bribery. This is in the Constitution. It is impeachable. So you impeach him in the House. He gets acquitted in the Senate because these senators don't care that their their guy is corrupt. And there will be no long term. It'd be just like the Trump impeachment. He'll stay in office. He'll get acquitted. 
but you got to do it. You got to present the facts to the public. You got to force the media to cover it. Uh, I don't really understand why you'd be reluctant to do this. If you're Kevin McCarthy, I I mean, obviously the media is going to kill you for it, but how about you present this 1023 in front of the world? You wave it. How about you bring in witnesses? How about you call uh, Zolchevsky, wherever he is? I don't even know. Is he even alive? (laughs) Be shocked. Be shocked if he's not missing. Uh, But (laughs) if he is alive, bring him into Washington. This is just incredible. I give credit to New York Post and I guess Newsmax and the few um, media outlets who are covering it. I can imagine it's good for business because uh, why would you tune into you know the networks or read the New York Times when you know they're working for this administration, they're working for this regime and covering up the biggest political scandal of our lifetime? Nothing even close. And by the way, why would you even doubt this? I, I understand you you have some questions, but this is a source the FBI has used for over a decade, paid a lot of money to, considered him very credible. So he tells his story, and you're going to ask. You're going to accuse him of making it up? Why? I don't, even, I don't even see the motive. We know the FBI covered it up. We know they covered it up to get Biden elected. That's how corrupt the FBI is. But why would you accuse their source? Their source. They are on Bi- Team Biden. They were on Team Biden when Biden wasn't in the White House. He was just a, 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 a nominee. He wasn't. They were working for Donald Trump when they were protecting Joe Biden. Why would you think the source that they were paying money to would lie to hurt Biden? It makes no sense. That's that for no other reason that makes this credible and believable. And yet the media is hoping, I guess it'll all go away and they could talk about Donald Trump and they could talk about Tony Bennett. Uh, By the way, Donald Trump, I just looked this up. Donald Trump's trial for the uh, documents scandal, you know, that he kept some documents under lock and key protected by the Secret Service in Mar-a-Lago, not in a garage in Wilmington, Delaware, in uh, the Penn Biden Center. Nope, he kept them in Mar-a-Lago, protected by the Secret Service. That's a crime. His trial's been set for May 2024. I just looked. I think it's five or six uh, primaries are, uh, let me see, are in May. Let's see, West Virginia is uh, May, uh, this, uh, uh, what else? Uh, yep, West Virginia, let me look, there's a March, March, most of these are in March, June, South Dakota's in June. Uh, Oregon is May, uh, um, June, New Mexico, New Jersey are June. Uh, May is Nebraska. There's going to be, he's going to be going to trial. Uh, Maryland is May. Kentucky is May, Indiana. He's going to be slugging it out with DeSantis and Vivek. And he's going to be going to try. He's going to be going, doing a rally one day and a campaign event and then flying uh, to his trial for this document scandal. And we're just going to sit there and watch the leader of this party, the number one threat to Joe Biden, face felony charges, face prison at the same time that he's wrapping up the nomination, man, it is going to be a wild year to come. All right. Speaking of wild, we got some stuff to get to today. We got, uh, yeah. Uh, Tony Bennett will not be coming down for breakfast. By the way, I saw him in person one time. I was in New York and Manhattan when I was working for sports illustrated, went to this diner 
And there he was sitting there, big smile, talking to everybody. He's a, he was a big celebrity in New York and he loved it. It seemed to me that he did not mind being a big celebrity. He did have Alzheimer's and I did hear Anderson Cooper tell this story today. Uh, he said, I guess Anderson was friends with him and tight with him and covered him a lot. He said he didn't remember much, but he remembered how to sing, like how to sing a song or do a duet. That just sounds so sad to me. That's what happened with Glenn Campbell. Glenn Campbell had Alzheimer's, couldn't remember the names of his bandmates. All he could do was play his guitar and sing his songs. And his family mm, encouraged him, nudged him out on stage and said, keep singing, pops. <laughs> we got a mortgage to pay. I don't know if it was like that with... Uh, Tony Bennett, he had a good long life at 96, but he was in the throes of dementia in the end, which means his family today must be really relieved. I'm sure it was a tough final few years, but uh, you never heard a bad, remember we talked about this Ironhead celebrities that you never hear a bad word about. Yep. It was, uh, what, what did we, we came up with four or five, Dolly Parton was one. Who else? Uh, Keanu Reeves uh, was Keanu Reeves is number one. Keanu Reeves is an excellent one. I put Tom Hanks on there, but you kicked him off the list. You, you said, I don't know, what did you say? Why uh, don't you like him? There's speculation with Epstein stuff. So until I get that cleared up, he's off the Tom list. Tom Hanks yeah. is an Epstein guy. I did not know that. It's been speculation. I can't. Um, I can't. We came up a list it. that had like five or six people on it. Wouldn't Tony Bennett go on there? I know he was. Uh, sure. Uh, you know, he's a big liberal, but I never heard a bad word about then him. Kick him off. Anyway. So you don't want to, well, we were talking about living people anyway, people who are still alive and you never hear bad word about certain people who are still alive. And that would be one, maybe the comment, the comment line, cause we got to get to the comments and the questions on this rumble Friday. Uh, we'll get to the latest on Jason Aldean, man. You know what every country singer is doing right now saying, how can we do this? How can we do a song? Make a song that will piss off all the right people and shoot us up to number one. We have the views reaction, the which if you ever want to just just curious, you want to see the dumbest reaction to a big news story, just watch the view or the highlights from the view. You can get them on Twitter. Uh, there's a couple guys on Twitter that put that post the highlights every day, and they just are so dumb. They're so embarrassing. You know believe people actually uh, actually watch that and we'll get to the british open update i know i picked hovland he's still in the mix i think who did you pick again i forget fleetwood fleetwood who was in the lead when you picked him but uh you know what i got some problems with the british open i got I, and we'll get to that and uh, more but first uh, excuse me uh, listen up. In 2010, our debt was $13 trillion and gold was $1,000 an ounce. By 2020, $23 and $1,500 an ounce. And today, $32 trillion and $2,000 an ounce. So now that we have $1 trillion in interest payments annually and another $1 trillion on defense and Democrats in office, do we really think the spending is going to go down a surging national debt is bullish for gold. Bloomberg stated gold appears as a caged bull awaiting a catalyst. Well, the oncoming commercial real estate crisis will be that catalyst. $1.5 trillion in interest-only loans are coming due, and with vaccines plunging valuations and higher interest rates, more companies are going to just walk away. It's as simple as calling Patriot Gold Group today. Find out why they are an A-plus consumer affairs, top-rated gold and silver company nationwide. 
Call the proud Americas of the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Mention Newsmax and you'll get best-in-class service from Patriots protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has the no-fee-for-life IRA where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold or silver. Plus, you may be eligible for the no-fee-for-life IRA on qualifying rollovers. Call 888-309-9181 for a free investor guide today. Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer for six years in a row. Call now. Write this down. 888-309-9181. Protect your retirement with the Patriot Gold Group. All right. The, um, the, the, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this because this Jason Aldean, I'm glad, like I said, we, we were on top of it a couple of days ago before it exploded. And it this isn't going to stop. This is the new anthem. This is the new anthem for the, uh, I don't know, what, what you, I don't want to say the right but it is kind of conservatives, patriots, people who were still disgusted at the vermin that trashed the cities and burned buildings, the Antifa scum that threw bricks at cops. And they never really paid a price. In fact, just the opposite. New York City settled with a bunch of rioters the other day, gave them 13 million bucks. I forget the number of rioters, but they all paying them millions. They're, the, the whole scheme where we trash the city, you arrest us. We sue you for roughing us up when you arrested us. You know, we arrest the guy who throws a brick at us or spits in our face. That guy sues me for being rough on him. And then the city gives him millions. That's how it works today in America. You'll never see a city give a right wing protester millions because they were a little rough on them. You know, those guys in the deplorable jail in D.C. will never see a nickel. In fact, their lives have ruined. They've lost everything and nobody cares. But if you're a a left-wing pro, if you're on T for a BLM, you get paid to protest in the end. That's how it works. Uh, but uh, uh, Jason L. Dean just sang it. Someone else wrote it. He liked it. He sang it. Someone else put together the video, which is excellent. He's just sitting back reaping the rewards, man. The sh- song is number one on iTunes, and it ain't going away, even though Ironhead hates it. Even though I have trouble singing it because it doesn't rhyme, but I do think that Dean does a good job. It's 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 about it's a song about the message. The song itself stinks. It would have been a better like uh, the blog video post. Is great. The video is great. It is intense. It is a reminder of just how much destruction these scumbags did in this country. But if you're some mediocre country star, not even a country star, just a singer performer, right now you're trying to steal some thunder. You know what? Here's what's going to happen. Someone's going to make a story, a song about these idiot climate change morons laying down in traffic, show some video and uh, hope the view criticizes it. But listen, I, I, here's what I'm a loss. If you want to say that it's whatever glorifying violence, which it's not, it's showing you the violence that, that took place around the country for whatever, a year, uh, the BLM riots, the Antifa riots, the, the violence against cops, the destruction, the arson, it shows you real video. There's no mention of race in this song, no mention of race or BLM in the video. This is how just hysterical the media gets. Shh. These idiots on The View aren't the only ones. I, I, I've heard the song a hundred times now, or maybe, I don't know, a couple of dozen times. I still don't get the race thing. The, in the video, and maybe they were careful to make it, I don't know, diverse, but it shows a lot of Antifa. Antifa is all white, all scummy, gaunt, just sickly looking white people attacking cops. There's a lot of that. 
How's that racist? How is any of it racist? Let's listen to this moron, racist, Sonny Hostin on The View. And unfortunately, this became the number one song on U.S. iTunes. We have a problem in this country about race, and the biggest problem is we refuse to admit that it exists. Well, don't you think well, that a lot, the of the, a lot of this big that's city, small-town yeah. business is racist, is about race? The cities have yes, more black people than the small well, towns. It, of course and it, what? <laughs> we, we refuse to admit it exists? Who ex- refuses to admit race exists? I don't even understand her point. This, I mean, you got to pick your spots there, Sonny. I know your audience is, you know, dumber than a, a whatever, a box of rocks. Yeah, I know these people are just, just as, as stupid as you are, and so is the rest of the panel. But race, first of all, this has nothing to do with race. Secondly, that's all the mainstream media talks about all day, every day. Trump and race, race and Trump, that's it. I would say there's been plenty of discussion about race and it has nothing to do with, Oh, they found the new, uh, canard, the, uh, Florida, uh, this, this Florida story, which is hilarious. Um, and I, I don't even quite understand it, but this is uh, from the New York post, a new curriculum for African-American history approved by the Florida board of education includes a lesson that teaches slavery had personal benefits The board unanimously approved the education program Wednesday at a meeting in Orlando. Lessons angered teachers and activists who argued they omitted key facts about the oppression of black Americans and realities of slavery. While the goals of public middle school teachings include, quote, the history and evolution of slave codes, a proposed lesson also asked instructors to show students, quote, how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. I, I don't even know exactly what that means. Does that mean they learned to speak English? That they learned uh, Christianity, things they would not have learned if they weren't slaves, if they weren't sold into slavery by African tribal leaders? Um, that's all you need to know right there. I guarantee you Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, the media, you know, Kareem Jean-Pierre, they don't care. It, it, they're going to run with this. Get ready for days and days of saying, Florida wants you to think, Slaves were benefit benefited from being slave uh, being slaves. Uh, let's listen to Kamala yesterday. Was she in Florida? I believe she was. Right. Uh, I I, don't, I know. don't know exactly where she was. Took the stage. We cut. We we won't give you this part. And before she spoke, she just started laughing, just laughing. <laughs> oh yeah, I just walked and up, then, did that uncomfortable, nervous tick she has. I just started giggling. But uh, let's listen to her twist this into a Florida I was teaching you kids how great slavery was for the slaves. Go ahead. And while they do this, check it out. They push forward revisionist history. Just yesterday in the state of Florida, they decided middle school students will be taught that enslaved people benefited from slavery. They insult us in an attempt to gaslight us, and we will not stand for it. <laughs> She's so bad at this. Just a reminder, her, her ancestors were slave traders, big yeah. slave, slave trader in, uh, where's it, Jamaica, right? One of her great-great-grandfather, whatever, was a big slave trader. But if we have reparations, you're going to have to give her money somehow. But it depends on what she I identifies as that week. 
if she'll get reparations. That's true. That's true. And just every time she speaks now, you say, so if they impeach Biden, if Biden, you know, if, if, if we were going to be fair and honest, obviously Biden should be impeached. He has no business in office. He has sold out his country. He's a disgrace to the country, but he can't leave office yet because <laughs> that's your alternative. And that is frightening. All right. We got a couple more things before we get to the British Open and the questions and comments. I want to do this story because it's so unbelievable. Uh, Jordan Schachtel, a guy, a journalist that we've, uh, we've had on the show before, really good. He was really good on COVID. He does a sub stack. It is excellent. Uh, I had to read this twice. I could not believe it. He was tweeting about it. So I read his sub stack. It's about transgender soldiers, transgender service members. And the rules that are ignored or bent or, or changed to accommodate transgender soldiers. You know, they just want to be left alone to live like anyone else to be treated equally. Well, we're well beyond that. Well beyond that. Jordan Schachtel writes, transgender identifying service members can remain in good standing with the U S military, even if they are morbidly obese drug addicts. <laughs> and they don't have to worry about getting deployed either. This is real. According to new documents, these service members also qualify for paid vacations every time they get, quote, a new surgery to affirm their identity. The Biden administration has not merely rescinded Trump's transgender military ban. They've installed a new hierarchy in the Pentagon that places rainbow flag agenda above all other priorities. These documents display the reality of a defense establishment that has prioritized catering to wokeness and social justice ideologies over preparing a combat ready military purposed with defending Americans from threats over uh, from to the homeland. After publishing a non-public DOD memo on Monday, Schachtel has acquired another DOD document entitled guidance for gender affirming healthcare of transgender and gender diverse Active and reserve service members. This is real. They do not. Uh, I'll get to the, the the list. Here it is. The Dune doc. The new documents make clear that transgender service members who are taking hormones and or undergoing surgeries are granted exceptions to policy waivers ex, uh, for the following standards: dress and appearance, facilities and billeting fitness standards, military personnel, drug abuse testing program, and body composition program. They do not have to. Uh, yes, they, they, there's the list. Literally, it says social transition. The following exceptions of the policy support social transition and are recommended beginning upon admission of a request by the commanding officer. They do not have to pass any fitness test or drug test, and they do not have to, they will not be deployed. So why are they even in the military? It's just, it's just comical how radical and crazy the, uh, the Biden administration is on this policy. They can do drugs. They don't get drug tested. If you're transgender, you get no drug test, you get no physical fitness test, and you do not get deployed. You know what that means? You could join the military just so they will pay for your surgery and your treatments and you don't have to do anything for it. 
just wacky. I don't know why. Well, the New York Post covered it a little bit, but most of the media just ignored it. Just amazing. I, so you can be an obese drug addict who doesn't even, you know, wears uniform or her uniform, whatever you identify as, and you don't have to worry about, you know, fighting in any of those pesky wars. <laughs> oh, just want to be left alone. I, before we get to the British Open, I wanted to do this. I got to give credit. How much time we got to give credit to uh, Jonathan Isaac. We told you about Jonathan Isaac way back when he was a hero. He's the NBA, uh, the Orlando magic player who didn't take a knee, who didn't want to get vaccinated. Just a smart, clear thinking guy who didn't, who doesn't want to be a sheep. When Charles Barkley went off the other day, we played it full of F bombs saying F anybody that won't bring drink Bud Light. Everyone should drink Bud Light. F those rednecks who told you not to drink Bud Light. It was probably, you know, probably uh Charles after about a dozen Bud Lights. Um, I don't know if we want to play it or not because it is, it's just, it's just stupid. And uh, Jonathan Isaac, it takes guts to be a player in the NBA and attack Charles Barkley. Cause not only is Barkley powerful and influential, but he has a lot of sycophants out there that, don't question anything he does. Hell, there are people like me on the right who don't, who just laugh at him when he attacks us because he's Charles. You know, he gets a lot of leeway because he's Charles. But Jonathan Isaac writes in response to Charles, he writes, what does that even mean? No one with human decency. Oh, I'm sorry. Charles says that people who are boycotting Bud Light want trans people and gay people dead. He said he wants them dead. We want them dead, which is obviously ludicrous. Jonathan Isaac writes, what does that even mean? No one with a hum- with human decency wants trans or gay people dead or without rights. God bless them all. But it's 1,000% valid as a parent or an adult to be concerned about the observable movement to influence children. Is that hateful? It's insane that in order to be the primary influence on your children, you have to go to war against these influences, the media, the movies, multi-million and billion dollar corporations, and good people like Charles, who choose to fall in line with empty, politically correct statements and narratives. That is brilliant. I One of those tweets I wish I wrote because, I mean, that is just smart. It is gutsy. That is an NBA player who is uh, coming out and denouncing Charles Barkley. That is courage in 2023. That guy, he's got a lot of balls. And you know what? Maybe he'll be a broadcaster someday, or maybe he has the wrong thoughts to ever get into broadcasting, but I'll, uh, I'm not sure Charles has responded to Jonathan Isaac. Charles probably doesn't even remember what he said. So half the time, Charles doesn't look like he's thinking at all when he talks. Cause as we talked about the other day, whatever he says, people love it and say, Oh, it's Charles. He's great. He just speaks off the cuff. Half the time he just says stuff and doesn't even seem to know what the hell he's saying. But all right, let's move. We've got to get to the British Open and to the questions and comments. Let's do Shay, and then we'll get to all that. Uh, 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 excuse me. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. 
And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment with one phone call. Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. And while you're there, you can look for a job. Shea Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to SheaConcrete.com. Before we go, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. A couple things about the British Open. Obviously, I love it. It's a great event. It's a lot of pressure. It's, you know, the home, whatever, the, the birthplace of golf and all that. It's in Liverpool. I expect the announcers to make about, I'm going to put the over under on 7,000 references to the Beatles this weekend. Um, these bunkers, if you're looking, watching along with us, we're looking at one of the big pot bunkers. They're stupid. Can I just say it? I love the event. I love British Open. I love the pressure, the pageantry. That is stupid, what you just saw. So Tony Fino hits it in the bunker. It lands up against the wall, and he has to putt it like two feet backwards to get a shot. I was watching 18, a lot of drama on 18, a 600-yard par five. Half the guys in the field hit the bunkers, and it's just its arbitrary. It's just up to chance whether you have a chance to get it out of the bunker. Justin Thomas hit it out of one bunker, tried to hit it backwards, hit it into another bunker, got like an eight. Ricky Fowler on 18 hit two out of bounds. The network, uh, I think it was USA Network covering at that point, never showed you Ricky Fowler completely implode on 18. For whatever reason, one of the most popular golfers never made it on TV when he hit two out of bounds and took an eight. Uh, Rory McIlroy was having a fine day. He goes to the green, goes for the green in two, ends up right against that wall, tries to get out, doesn't, leaves it in the bunker. Then his second shot, he's got one leg out of the bunker. He's leaning over, um, second bunker shot. What's the point? It's supposed to be punitive. It's not supposed to ruin your round if you happen to hit a bunker. I think bunkers on normal courses in America, they're punitive for most people. Maybe you want to make them deeper or whatever, fine. But why, why do you want to make them unplayable? I don't find that, I know some people like to see the players suffer. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't get the whole bunker thing. It just seemed too extreme. To Tiger, too, Tiger Woods, too, when he won his first British Open, he didn't hit a bunker until his fourth round. So Is that true? Well, that is amazing. And, and, and look, you look at it and you say a normal golfer, a normal whatever, 20, 10, 15 handicap would get a, you know, shoot a thousand because they would get in those bunkers and they would not be able to get out. And even if they're hitting it backwards, they would have trouble getting it out. And then they would get in another bunker and it would just, it would just, and you'd, and you'd just self-destruct. I don't know. I don't find it all that entertaining. The other thing we expected happened yesterday and it'll probably happen again. Those lovely folks from just stop oil, those brain dead morons who want to destroy civilization, all our modern conveniences, want us to go back to the Stone Ages. Not them. I mean, they they want to keep their iPhones and their Priuses, but they don't want us to use oil because I don't know why. They just don't like humans. They don't like the human race. They stormed the 17th green, I believe it was. Yeah. With uh, some kind of flares or fireworks. And uh, reminiscent of Rick Monday, who once snatched a flag. This was about 100 years ago. 
some hippies ran on the field, I believe at, uh, at Wrigley, or maybe it was in LA and, and tried to set a flag on fire. Rick Monday ran in and snatched the flag and left them with nothing. Billy Horschel. I like him anyway. Billy Horschel grabs the protester and escorts him over to the police or the security. These morons are going to disrupt everything, aren't they? They're just not going to stop. They're going to block traffic, disrupt Wimbledon, disrupt British Open. I guess they have money, some big money backing them. Uh, and they stormed the, the green and shot off some fireworks and got dragged out. They'll probably do it every day, by the way. That's what that's what they do. They're <laughs> they're professional a-holes. That's how they that's how they roll. But uh that would be the highlights. It is kind of a bummer when you see like a good player you want him to contend and he ends up like Fowler getting an eight or, or Justin Thomas getting, I don't know what he got, eight or nine. And then just see ya, see you next year. I mean, this is the last major. So when a good player misses the cut, they're gone. They're gone till, till next year. It's kind of a, it's kind of a bummer, but I'll be watching and uh, rooting for who did I pick? Victor Hovland. You picked Victor Hovland. Who got, like, who, he got he got shit on by a bird yesterday, so that's good luck. That's a good sign. That is good luck. Uh, are you looking at the leaderboard as we speak? I am. Pull it right up right now. All right. The questions and the comments. Jerry, what's the best golf course you have ever played on? I guess it would be the Country Club in Brookline where they had the U.S. Open last year. I went to, to Columbus, Ohio to do a story on Ohio State football. And their coach, John Cooper, said, you're going to come play golf with me. And I did. And it was at this Sayoto. It was the, it's where Jack Nicholas grew up. And they brought me in and got to see Jack Nicholas's locker. And the course was spectacular. But I judge courses on how well I play on them. So if I play on it, if I went to Augusta tomorrow and, you know, shot 120, I wouldn't like Augusta. <laughs> if it beats me up, I hold a grudge. But I would have probably... I don't know. It would probably be Salem or uh, or the Country Club in Brookline. Um, Jerry, what would be the linchpin that would finally cause the Biden corruption to be addressed for real? That's a good question, man. I don't know how you could get bigger and more explosive and more damning than this. Really don't. I, I mean, I guess the voice recordings, this guy... Uh, Klovchesky says he has 17 recordings two with Joe Biden. He has texts uh, to support his claim that he paid these bribes. So I guess the obvious answer is Joe Biden on tape on the phone saying, uh, send me 5 million bucks and uh, we will get the prosecutor fired and protect your company. If that comes out, I don't know, even morning Joe will have to cover it. I guess if they don't, why don't they just, why doesn't he just release them? If they're not going to play. I don't know. That's a good question. I was trying to find that out. Like who has the, I mean, I, I, probably Christopher Ray has them and he's holding them because Christopher Ray's job is to protect Joe Biden. Uh, Jerry, I can't believe it, but I think Europe will never be the same. What? What did Europe do? Europe's just falling apart. Like uh, all that France stuff and like people are always. Well, that's true. You know what? It's that's probably true. They it will never be the same. They, and they they committed suicide is what they did. Uh, they they allowed unfettered immigration, and now you know that uh, that that is rearing its ugly head. You're right. Western Europe has lost its mind, gone woke, open borders, and you're right. It'll never be the same. And these uh, these riots will probably take place all over the place for uh, 
you know, forever until the whole, until it's completely uh, transformed. Uh, is there a certain race that feels guilty about all these riots? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't, other than Sonny, I don't think people looked at those videos of those riots and said, it's, it's all black people. Cause it isn't as we've gone over many times, all the Antifa scum are white and plenty of BLM rioters are white. I don't think they viewed it as race, but that's all, I mean, people like Sonny, that's all they think. That's, I mean, they're conditioned to just think, uh, Oh, it's gotta be race. It's gotta be race. Uh, and, uh, in this case, they sound like fools. Did you see the climate change clowns? Yes. On 17th, we just talked about it. I wish these fools would show up when I play golf. They'll, you know what? They're not going away. There, there have, there's a whole new generation whose minds have been molded into mush by teachers, professors, the media. They really think the most important thing is to stop oil. Get wars going on. We got a real open border crime in the streets. And if we just stop oil, we can live happily ever after. Well, as always, you first, kids, you first. You know that cell phone that that requires fossil fuels, fuels that car, the clothes you're wearing. You know, when you're on TikTok, you need fossil fuels for that. So you first, give that up, and then maybe we'll talk. All right, we gotta we gotta leave it right there. Ironhead has to get this up and then we send it on to Newsmax who posts it on their Rumble page. The Rumble show for the weekend has been doing exceptionally well. The numbers have been unbelievable, Ironhead. We beat Donald Trump, an exclusive Donald Trump interview last week. Well, now he's not. That's now you said we beat him. He's never going to come on. I know he's going to he's going to hold a grudge, but uh, Trump's trial is set. That's unbelievable. His, he's going to have four, at least four trials. One of them set. They're all going to be in the middle of the primaries. What a time to be alive! It is just going to be nuts. But we'll get to all that. I'm sure. I'm going to be here for it. I promise. Anyway. That'll do it for today and for this week. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again Monday. God save the queen, man. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.